from the Srila Prabhupada Tributes book, which Jai Gwita Swami started in 2010, which is an opportunity for anybody initiated by Srila Prabhupada to write a personal offering. This is the BBT book, it's just one person who needs Yatra, so. so much that I just cut it and I made it part one. So this is part two. The last time I saw you. Dearest Srila Prabhupada, among the pastimes I shared in tributes 2018 about your last visit to Los Angeles, your public takedown of the Gopi Baba Club remains the most significant. The line you drew from the Radhakun Babaji's advising you to retire to private bhajan and not go preach in the West, straight down to some of our BBT co-workers in New Dwarka, lost in fantasies of Gopi Bhav, was absolutely chilling. Quote, first deserve, then desire, you commanded. Where would we be today without your historic thunder? At the same time, during those early June days of 1976, so many other events were roiling around your cool lotus feet. It boggles the mind to recall how you handled them all, how your morning walks and talks about Vedic science and governance spilled over into breathtaking Bhagavatam classes, how daily you continued to expand the Hare Krishna movement worldwide on the wings of pale blue aerograms, how you recorded immortal bhajans and kirtans at Golden Avatar Studios, how you sparred in your garden with academics, reporters, and ISKCON leaders alike, shaking everyone awake to the truth and beauty of Krishna, how you ascribed parents hiring, quote, deprogrammers to force their children to leave the Hare Krishna movement, to the tidal wave of your BBT book distribution, how you approved Jamuna Devi's Ladies Country Ashram in Southern Oregon with a witty observation about men and women. Quote, man is good, woman is good. When they come together, bah. both of them, bah. After several days of witnessing your whirlwind of non-stop bhakti, 
I turned to my VBT roommate, Devamrita Brahmachari, and said, Hey, Devam, Srila Prabhupada has been here a whole week. Isn't it great? I don't know how much longer I can take it. Incredulous, Devamrita looked at me with widening eyes, which now spoke a silent question. Why? Why indeed? We weren't living with your divine grace in your temple quarters, like your servant, Harishauri Prabhu, taking care of all your needs, ready to spring day or night at the sound of your bell. We were in our own VBT rooms across the street. Devamrita, the proofreader, I, the indexer, moving deliberately in our prescribed service orbits. Yet the sheer power of your Shuddha Bhakti was driving us to live at a pitch of Krishna consciousness where there was really no time for anything else but Krishna, 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 that I wasn't ready for it. It was the last time I would see you, Srila Prabhupada. But looking back, I had yet to see you at all. Today, inspired by devotees like Hari Shauri Prabhu and Devamrita Maharaj, I'm becoming less afraid of your thunder. Hari Shauri has written many wonderful volumes, sharing what it was like to serve you up close and personal. And Devamrita Maharaj has become a leader in helping your movement attract the younger generations to Krishna in the new millennium. And by your mercy, Srila Prabhupada, since you've been pulling me around the ISKCON world to present my Foundaracharya seminar series, you've been showing me how to ride your Shuddha Bhakti whirlwind, though I always fall off, and see you at long last in the direction of your eternal loving service. All glories to your divine grace, your aspiring servant, Sureshwar could see this in very practical ways due to his example. In the Bhagavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 10, it is explained in relation to Prahlad Maharaj that Nityasiddha devotees come from Vaikuntha to this material world to teach by their personal example how to become a devotee. On the order of the Lord, the Nityasiddha is never attracted by the allurements material enjoyment. Prahlad gave us an example and risked his life to teach his few classmates about the science of God consciousness. Srila Prabhupada risked his life to cross the ocean in a humble sea freighter to bring the message of Krishna to the West. He brought his books and a few clothes and some puffed rice, not knowing what he would find to eat. 
Years later, he still traveled with only his books and clothing and added a recorder to preserve his words for the future. Often, Srila Prabhupada was invited to visit temples where there was no facility for him to stay. Rather than stay in a nearby fancy hotel, he always preferred to live humbly in a devotee's home or in some modest room at the temple. He seemed just as comfortable in the grass hut in Mayapur as he was in his most stately quarters in the western country. Devotees transported Srila Prabhupada in many different cars. He accepted whatever they provided, even a lowly Volkswagen. He once accepted a Rolls Royce, but only to demonstrate that the representative of God can be treated as good as God. Srila Prabhupada received many gifts. He was given expensive watches. When he was given a new one, he simply gave away the old one and never collected anything for himself. Most of all, we can appreciate his mood of always seeing everything as belonging to Krishna or sent by Krishna and never thinking it was his own. Let us always appreciate him and his quality of never coming under the influence of false ownership and illusory energy. And let us take shelter of him because we are not so qualified. Let us remain his humble servants in all respects. Um, I'd like to begin with just a couple of prayers first. Um, this is where I begin my morning meditation. Prata Sriman Nabadipe, Vinetram Dividam Gurum, Royal Pradam Shantam. You are seated at the lotus feet of Lord Chaitanya Dev and the rest of the Panchatadva in Navadip Gaon under in the pavilion on a beautiful asana. You have beautiful eyes and beautiful arms. You are sitting peacefully and by remembering your name we become free from all fear. Rupam Kishagadam Guru Purim Matarim Gostavati Radhakuna Giriram Horadika Madhavasham Prapto Yashapudita Gripayashi Gurun Tan Mitosmi By your causes, mercy, Srila Prabhupada, we have received the supreme names, the divine mantra, the service of the son of Shati Mata, or Chaitanya Dev. The association of Sri Swarup Ramadan Goswami and his elder brother Sanatana Goswami, 
the supreme abode of Mathura, the blissful abode of Sri Vrindavan, the divine Radhakun, Sri Gibbogodan, and the blooming desire within our hearts for the loving service of the divine couple. Please allow us to fully realize and appreciate the sublime gifts that you have given us. This is a little short poem I wrote. <clears throat> You are the giver of your own spiritual bliss. You free us from all fear. You give us the means to purify our hearts as we embrace your service most dear. In our lives you perform great miracles and make our obstacles small if we simply hold on to your feet, obeying your beck and call. Srila Prabhupada, please accept my humble obeisances. Namo Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Trasthaya Mutale Srimati Bhaktivedanta Swamini Pinamane Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pacharni Nirvasesha Sunyavani Pasyapati Shutamene Srila Prabhupada, as we assess the current state of our beloved Iskand, I must say that many things seem to be going quite well. Book distribution increased slightly over 10% worldwide in 2018. This is due to increasing numbers of devotees dedicating their time and energy, not only toward uh, going out to distribute your books, but finding more opportunities and venues for book distribution as well. For instance, programs such as the Motel Gita program have become very successful and your books are also being marketed worldwide via the internet, not just read in read format, but in audio format. This all... They, they forgot the is. They forgot the is, yeah. This is, oh, maybe I forgot the is. <laughs> this is all good, but if we desire only to please uh, your divine grace and deliver the fallen conditioned souls, we can certainly do much better. Prasadam distribution is increasing with the worldwide efforts of Food for Life, many successful and expanding Prasad restaurants, large festivals that attract many people, and increased outreach programs at your temples. Whereas Prasad distribution is on the increase, we must still dedicate ourselves to increasing it 
for your pleasure and the benefit of human society. Kirtan is more popular in the world than ever before and is attracting more and more people to hear, chant, and dance while tasting the nectar of the Holy Name. With Kirtan so popular and widely accepted, now is the time to follow in your footsteps and increase our Harinam efforts more and more. With book distribution, Prasad, and Kirtan on its increase, we are enabled to spread Krishna Katha by preaching more and more face-to-face -to, -face to those who become attracted to this delightful process of bhakti with which you have blessed the entire world. We have even discovered how to harness the power of the internet and turn it into a valuable resource for our preaching efforts. The result of following your program of book distribution, prasadam distribution, Krishna Kirtan and Krishna Kata is that many new people are not only being attracted, they are, be they are becoming attached to the Krishna consciousness way of life that you have given us. Increasing numbers of qualified people are sincerely giving their lives to helping spread your ISKCON movement. These people who are coming to ISKCON today seem to be much better candidates for spiritual advancement than we second generations devote generation devotees ever were. <coughs> they do not seem to be as, as degraded as the modes of, uh, by the modes of material energy as we were. Therefore, so many of them are making rapid advancement and are making great con contributions to you and to your mission. They are the heirs of and the hope for the future of ISKCON. With so many qualified new devotees coming to join your ISKCON family, I'm feeling an increasingly increasing responsibility to see that they are cared for properly. For them to increase their advancement and become empowered to inherit the leadership of, our, of your ISKCON uh, movement, we, the leaders of your society, must see that they receive the Krishna conscious philosophy just as you so kindly delivered it to us, unalloyed, untainted, unaltered, and pure. This means that we must continue to increase our surrender to you and to your mission by more and more strictly adhering to your mood and mission and avoiding any outside influence or distraction from the material energy. For the newer devotees to have full access to the resources that you have so mercifully given the world to escape the allure of Maya, we must do a better job of setting the proper example for them to follow. It is imperative that we take all precaution to avoid becoming infected by the illusory energy. At a time when many of ISKCON's, uh, excuse me, at a time when many of the ISKCON world leaders are seemingly divided on so many important issues, we must take it, make it our priority to see that the see the world through your divine vision by taking Guru, Sadhu, and Shastra as our only authority. With the increasingly with the increasing division that we are experiencing at present, I am concerned that we are not doing a very good job of that. Keeping the importance of unity and diversity in mind, we must focus more on that which unites us. You, Srila Prabhupada, 
are our uniting factor. It will keep, if we keep you in the foreground of our aspirations, decisions, and activities, we will succeed. And if, and we will be empowered to spread your movement, Lord Chaitanya's movement, all over the world. To the degree that we to the degree that we do not keep you in our hearts with full surrender to your mood and mission, we will simply quarrel and struggle. This is not the proper example for us to set for the third generation of this kind. So, Srila Prabhupada, I am praying to you for your continued mercy. Please help us to become more worthy and better equipped to care for and properly train your grand disciples by always sincerely putting you first and foremost, in all that we plan, all that we decide, and all that we do, this is the proper example for us to set for the next generation. The future of this time depends on this. Please give us your uncontinued mercy. Excuse me. Please give, give us your continued mercy by empowering us to enhance our unity while maintaining our diversity and removing our division. Because, because we are a worldwide movement, we will always be diverse. If we are influenced by the material energy, we will always be divided. If we keep you as the absolute center, we will always be unified. Your aspiring servant, Actually, I do it almost all the time. I didn't you do it one year, Ganga? 
about five, six years ago, I think. Yeah, so. And I don't have the claim for this. If someone else has a burning desire to want to do it, then please just let me know. Okay, here it is. So I'm offering my basinses. And the title of this poem is With You in the Center. Okay. So here comes the negativity. When you started out, You know, it's funny because your, your Bias Pooch started out you know, really positive, and I was feeling even worse. I was saying, oh my God, he just sees the good, and I'm seeing the bad. But then at the end, you kind of balanced it out a little bit. But, you know, because we're a worldwide society with thousands and thousands of members, so naturally there may be some little things. So, Four decades have passed since present you were. Disunity does your displeasure incur. We strive to regain you sharply in focus. Our splintered vision quite nearly broke us. Decisions were made, not always the best. False pride and ego created a mess. Maya allured us, and we took the bait. With you in the center, we won't deviate. Founder Acharya, your true position. You are the core, the heart of our mission. Following you is where we belong. With you in the center, we stay very strong. Growing older, we see more clearly. Follow you nicely or suffer severely. The obvious truth continues to show, with you in the center, the best way to grow. Putting aside all ill motivations, instead to create harmonious relations. Keeping all our priorities straight, with you in the center, we cooperate. Serving each other in mood of joy, humble acts please, never annoy, supporting each other, fanning the flames, with you in the center, chant Krishna's name. We follow you without hesitation, your smile the cause of our elation. To please you is our strong fixation, serving Lord Krishna without cessation. Just love Krishna, you implored us to try, with you leading us to the spiritual sky. True meaning of life now totally clear, we see you're not gone. Oh yes, you're right here. Dear Srila Prabhupada, we feel your presence more than ever in all the miracles, big and small, that are happening at the Tucson Temple. May we continue to strive to please you in all our activities and never deviate from your instructions, example, and mission from all the devotees in the Tucson Temple. The devotees, whoever has that strong desire, there's more than six people here, so whoever has that strong desire to say something, then please just rush the microphone <laughs> and keep it brief. Hare Krishna, everyone. It is very pleasing to see all the devotees here gathered to glorify Srila Prabhupada and have our focus with Srila Prabhupada uh, in the center. Because it is Srila Prabhupada who is the key to our Krishna consciousness. <clears throat> Although it is the natural position of everyone to be Krishna conscious, <coughs> it is Srila Prabhupada who has <coughs> created this <coughs> 
centrifugal force, this motion that is catching us up and taking us back to Godhead, to our original Krishna conscious uh, position. When I was a teenager, I was very much interested in this idea of being saved. <clears throat> but I didn't know what I needed to be saved from. And people were talking about being saved, Jesus saves, and people said that they were saved. But they didn't even know what they were saved from. They didn't know that they needed to be saved from the four primary health issues that everyone has, birth, death, old age, and disease. That uh, everyone who's accepted a material body is subject to these things. So they were talking about being saved, but they were simply in ignorance. Although there was a, an idea that there was a necessity of being saved, but no one had any knowledge about what do we need to be saved from and how to be saved and who can save us. And of course, the answer is Srila Prabhupada. Just like we sing in the morning, Prabhupada Patita Pavana, that you are the savior, Srila Prabhupada, of the most fallen. And in this age, the most fallen is us, or everyone is the most fallen. And Srila Prabhupada is saving all of us. Not that just he's saving people uh, in 1966 or 1972 or 1976, but to this very day and beyond into the future for the 10,000 year duration of the golden age of the Sankirtan movement, Srila Prabhupada is saving everyone. He's giving the direction. Just like it was said by Vallabhacharya in the Chaitanya Charitamrita about Lord Chaitanya, Kali Karya Dharma Krishna Nam Sankirtan that the religious practice for this age, the Dharma, the Yuga Dharma, is Hare Krishna Sankirtan. And then he said, Krishna Shakti Vinadahi Dharmavartana. That no one can spread the Sankirtan movement unless they are empowered by Krishna Shakti. So, there can be so much talk, but Srila Prabhupada demonstrated by his activities uh, that he was Krishna Shakti, Vina Nahi He spread the Sankirtan movement uh, with the help of his devotees, but he created that uh, vortex of Krishna consciousness single-handedly in the beginning. And, uh, and now, as time goes by, more and more people are being drawn into that ecstatic movement of Krishna consciousness back home, back to Godhead. So whether you're uh, old-timers, or been around a while, or just now coming to Krishna consciousness, it is Srila Prabhupada that is pulling us, uh, and is pushing us. He's simultaneously pulling us, he's pulling us towards Krishna, and then when we're unwilling to go, then he's giving us a push. Prabhupada said that was his duty, push. I'm pushing you. Uh, and in the same way, then this Krishna conscious movement is pushing on. So, I believe this is the best gathering we've ever had on the Puja here in Tucson in recent memory. And I thank you all for coming. 
Peter Bravo Party Key. time, we tend to stop and reflect on our status and endeavors in Krishna consciousness, and by your grace we become increasingly aware of the need to apply ourselves in earnest in devotional service. One day this life will be over, and the true value of our application and our service to you will be put to the test. We pray that we may pass the test, and that we will have spent a life sincerely dedicated, somehow or other, to service in your mission which will help carry us forward to the ultimate goal to be everlastingly situated in service to the Supreme Lord and his devotees. The source of our greatest inspiration is your own tireless dedication and heroism in the establishment and expansion of the Krishna conscious movement. The outstanding quality of your devotion is selflessness and how much we as disciples can make progress in this quality will greatly determine our individual and collective success in our attempts to serve you. We hope that by continuously trying to assist you in whatever way we can, we may imbibe some of your qualities and so become genuine and worthy Prabhupada Nugas. We further pray that we may maintain solid footing in service to you. You have made it absolutely clear that there is really no other hope for the world but the process of Krishna consciousness. Srila Prabhupada, we owe a great debt to, you, debt to you, and we hope that we be able to apply ourselves with ongoing energy and enthusiasm to thus qualify ourselves as worthy, worthy recipients of your mercy. Please accept my humble obeisances. You are our savior. You teach us who we are. You teach us that there is a spiritual world where we belong. You teach us how to get back there. You give us meaning to our existence, and you give us hope and a goal for our lives. You give us happiness by teaching us bhakti yoga. You give us knowledge of the absolute truth, and you are teaching us what real love is and the importance of giving this knowledge to others. You've given us the best meditation, japa, the best music, kirtan, the best food, prasadam, the best association, Krishna conscious devotees. You've given us all the tools for going back to Godhead. And even though I'm not very evolved, I pray to help your ISKCON movement as many lifetimes as it takes to be qualified to re-enter the spiritual world. Thank you for your mercy. Your servant with love, Dimitri.
there was a short anecdote of a morning walk. I was listening to Prabhupada, and it was yesterday. And devotees were presenting um, their involvement in political races. There was a certain period where various devotees were running for offices. So the devotees were inquiring from Prabhupada or, or expressing, this is our approach, what do you think? And, and one devotee was saying, he was running for House of Representatives in Congress, and he said, we're really, uh, we're pressing to get prayer back in school. You know, we want to get people, um, you know, that people, are, there are a lot of people who are interested in that. And, and I, in Prabhupada's um, unique way of just cutting to the chase, he said, they're already praying in church. He says, do something practical. <laughs> Get them to chant Hare Krishna. <laughs> and he, then he asks, are you chanting Hare Krishna? Like when you do the, when you do your whatever political speeches, you know, are you having kirtan, you know? And I could see that this whole political thing, it was Prabhupada, he just saw as an opportunity to get people to hear the Hare Krishna mantra. <laughs> you know, whether they win or not, it was, it was just, a, just an opportunity to have people uh, exposed to Krishna consciousness in, in the most powerful way in the form of the Holy Name. So I was, it, 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 there are many wisdom traditions throughout the world and there's knowledge to be had but Prabhupada had this unique ability to just, like, time is short. You know, Kali Yuga is, is, uh, it's so, we're in such a precarious situation. There's no real time for being sentimental. It's like you have to go right to the core because, um, and Prabhupada's urgency, I remember Radha Swami was talking about how Prabhupada had, in his voice, and you can hear it practically in every lecture, where Prabhupada is just, um, we call it, uh, evoking like this sense of urgency, like try to understand how urgent it is to become Krishna conscious, that it's, that we're in a very precarious situation. So, I'm gonna recycle an old poem I did a few years ago. It was kind of a song, but, uh, Srila Prabhupada, the world's greatest friend. Srila Prabhupada, your glories never end. Srila Prabhupada, we bow our heads to you because you gave us the special gift of Sri Mahaprabhu. Always self-assured, knowing Krishna gives a hand, all we have to do is follow your command. Though others may have a different point of view, Srila Prabhupada, our hearts belong to you. Srila Prabhupada is that of a 
transcendental driver of, what do you call it, operator of a bulldozer, bulldozer operator, <laughs> that, you know, he can take all mundane theories and viewpoints that are out there and bulldoze them. <laughs> um, and the way he does it reminds me of what I saw next door when we saw these big machines out there. And they keep going over and over the, the land until every little spot is, is flat. You know, so <laughs> this offering reminded me, many of you know the story of how Giriraj Maharaj came. He was a college student at Brandeis University and he had read that um, in order to advance in spiritual life you need a guru. So he was looking everywhere. He said he would drive up to a thousand miles to, to see any guru that he heard of. And he saw, you know, uh, a Zen master who said, I can't even keep up with Zen. How do you expect me to know about Vedanta? So he thought, okay, that's not it. They told him about a college professor who was enlightened and who gave counseling, spiritual counseling to people and, okay, maybe I'll try him. Uh, this college professor, secretary told him, well, he's out playing golf right now, you can't see him right now. So, probably not him. He saw a uh, Hatha Yoga Hatha Yogi from, from India with long hair and robes and beard and everything, who looked, had to look, and he saw him embracing his, some of the women in the audience, so after the talk, he said, maybe not. Um, finally, he came to Shiva Prabhupada, saw an advertisement, went to hear him speak, sat through the lecture, and then asked a question at the end, and this is what really, um, you have to read the article, I can't explain this as well as you read the whole story, but just uh, this, this, anyway, Giriraj Maharaj asked him this question. Everyone, or so many people say they have the answer to spiritual life. So how do we know who, who has the real answer? So, My burning, uh, I was burning to ask my question. There are so many swamis and yogis, and each recommends a different process of self-realization. Each says that his is the best, so how do I know which is actually best? You responded, what is your goal? Do you want to serve God, or do you want to become God? You realize my right thought, how brilliant. I was asking about the means, but to determine the best means, we must first establish the end, the goal. And back to Srila Prabhupada's quote, when you seek after God, then God, who is situated within your heart, will give you all facility. But if you want to become God, you will be cheated. You are cheating yourself. How you can become God? You are trying to become God, then how you became a dog? You cannot become a dog. God cannot become a dog. God is always God. The Mayavadi philosopher says that I am God. But by Maya, I'm, I'm thinking I'm not God. Everybody following this? Am I reading too fast? <laughs> by meditation, the Mayavadi philosopher says, by meditation I shall become God. 
But that means that he is under the punishment of Maya. God is, has come under the influence of Maya. How is that? He is great, and if he is under the influence of Maya, then Maya becomes greater than God. So the idea is that as long as we shall continue this hallucination that I am God, there is no question of getting the favor of God. Then you do your own business and try to find yourself whether you are God or something else. As soon as I think I am God, I am cheating myself. Who will help you? That is going on. Everyone is thinking I am God. I'm not reading this at all properly. Maybe you can sit down with the book and read it yourselves. It's really... It's just what I'm thinking. Shil probably like I'm a bulldozer. He, he just... <laughs> If there's a little place over here to stomp on, he drives a bulldozer over there. <laughs> so what are you? So what you are thinking? You are trying to become God. What is your idea? Or you are thinking there is no God? Gerard Maharaj says, "I'm thinking that there is God." I replied, "There's God. You are thinking like that." But I knew that I couldn't cheat you, so I replied. Yes, but I can see that I was trying to become God. So, you're trying to become God. That means you are not God. Is it not? How you became not God. God is so great that he never becomes not God. So your conclusion should be that I am not that, that, God, that God who is great. I am a different God who becomes sometimes not God. Therefore, you are a different God from that God who is great. Is it not? That is a fact. Sri Prabhupada is still talking. That is a fact. Because you are part and parcel of God, you are minute God. Therefore, you have the potency of becoming not God. Just like a spark in a spark of the fire. A spark, when it is in the fire, is bright fire. But as soon as it, is, as it goes out of the fire, it becomes extinguished. By the big fire, but the big fire never becomes extinguished. Similarly, you are not that big fire, you are that small spark. You have fallen down, therefore you are not God. Now you have to raise yourself again to the fire, and you will again be a blazing spark. So that is the difference, that is stated in the Vedic literature. Every living entity is Brahman, but the supreme Brahman is Krishna. He never becomes not God. We see in Krishna's life, when he was a child on the lap of his mother, he was God. So many demons were killed, he didn't have to meditate to become God. While he was playing, he was God, and when he was fighting in the battlefield of Kurukshetra, he was God. That is God. Not that sometimes not God, sometimes God. That is not God. God is always God in these circumstances. In any circumstance, that is God. So, Hiraj Maharaj had a, <coughs> something on his mirror that said, you are God, he was in college. Either I am God or, I am God or you are God, one or the other. So, so then he knew that he had found the right spiritual man. That is a nice story. Yeah, I encourage you to read it. Get you Sri Prabhupada
to the Prabhupada Ki. So I sat down to write an offering, and I thought I'd get some inspiration by reading some other devotees' offering. And when I did that, I found one that said, I have to read this one. This is way better than anything I'll write. Uh, and that's one of my realizations is that through those devotees who have dedicated themselves to Srila Prabhupada, that's how I gain the most inspiration. I'm just hearing about their life, hearing their, their service to Krishna. And uh, that's you know, how the Prabhupada works, is that we plug into the devotees who uh, understand the mood of Prabhupada and, and really have just given everything to Prabhupada. But this particular devotee, um, His Holiness Jagataka Swami, um, he, if you understand his life, um, you understand that um, he just gave everything to Prabhupada. He's still giving everything to Prabhupada. And that's his only meditation. Like one time I saw him speak and he said, there's so many instructions that Prabhupada gave me that I want to fulfill. I need your help fulfilling these instructions. And so that's all he's thinking about. He just wants to live longer. As many of you know, he had a stroke some years ago. His only desire to live longer is just to be able to fulfill these instructions that Srila Prabhupada gave him. That's his only meditation. So we see that in so many of Srila Prabhupada's followers. And, um, I feel like understanding his mood will uh, inspire us. So. <laughs> my dear spiritual father, Sri Abhay Charan Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada, please accept my respectful obeisances. Nama Om Vishnu Paraya Krishna Prashaya Bhutale. Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swami Nitinamine, Namaste Sarasvati Deve, Gauravani Pachamine, Nirishesha Shunyavadi Ashtatadi Sadhani. On your Vyas Puja, I would like to offer my humble homage. You have blessed me with your divine association and picked me up from the pool of material conditioned life, the ocean of birth and death. You have given me the holy dham of Sri Jaitanya Mahaprabhu, many other countless blessings too. You have given me many instructions to fulfill for realizing your mercy on the world. You could have stayed in Vrindavan and gotten your spiritual emancipation, but you accepted great risk and austerity to carry out the order of your spiritual master to preach the message of Sri Jaitanya Mahaprabhu to the Western world. I was blind, thinking that serving my senses was the goal of life, but you showed me how serving Sri Sri Radha Madhava, Sri Sri Jagannath, Baladev, and Subhadra and Sri Jaitanya Mahaprabhu is the actual purpose of life, and that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is my only shelter. In this way, you gave real meaning to my life and enabled me to taste real happiness for the first time. Over the last 12 years, I've had many health challenges. I was trying to carry out your instructions despite these challenges, but in early 2018, the doctors told me that unless I had a liver and kidney transplant within three to five months, I'll reach a point of no return and would leave my body. So, wanting to try to fulfill some more of your instructions, in the latter part of last year, I got a liver and kidney transplant. And by the time of your Vyas Puja this year, one year will have passed. I would like to see Sri Sri Radha Madhava and the Ashtashakis, Mayapur Chandra, the Panchatattva, and Prahlad Nishingadev established in the new temple of the Vedic Planetarium. I would like to see the Vedic Planetarium up and running. Also, you instructed me to develop the Navadvip Mandala Parikram and Gora Mandala Bhumi and facilitate the unification in some form or other of the Saraswat disciplic succession. You also wanted me to expand the outreach of Krishna consciousness unlimitedly by establishing and expanding the con congregational preaching in ISKCON while seeing to the mass distribution of your transcendental literatures. 
You wanted me to guide and care for the disciples you have sent me so that they can be useful in spreading your message and achieve success in their lives. You said that I shall stay in Mayapur and work through my assistance, and later said that I should also travel around the world since that is the duty of all sannyasis, but now my traveling days are challenged. And there were many other things you instructed me to do. You once said to me, I have given you the spiritual world, so you now develop it. When we just had five devotees in Mayapur, you said that eventually we would have a city of 50,000 devotees. Right now we have over 5,000, so gradually your prediction is taking shape. I have written several memoirs, but the more I write, the more I remember. Also, I'm trying to write the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya. They are recounted in various books. Of course, there is no limit to his pastimes, but at least I want to give some more extended experience of how wonderful Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda and their associates are. You have given yourself to all of us and given the Vani of Lord Chaitanya. I appreciate how you have engaged me in his service and thus kept me away from the clutches of the illusory energy. So, on this sacred day commemorating your appearance, known as Nanda Mahotsava, the day after John Mastami, I beg for your continued mercy and glorify you for the unlimited mercy you have showered upon us all. All glories to your divine grace. Your insignificant disciple, Jayapataka Swami. So it's interesting, you know, when I uh, when I see a dhoti, it's, it's interesting because I think about this particular pastime that Prabhupada had with one of his disciples. I'm not sure exactly which disciple it was, but he was ex he was basically um, he's pretty down and out about being a certain percentage of Krishna conscious. He thought he couldn't reach that, so he's telling Prabhupada like 70 percent. I can't be that. How can I ever be 70% Krishna consciousness? It's impossible. And Prabhupada, I remember him saying something along the lines of, just grab a hold of my dhoti, and I'll take you back to Krishna. So I feel like I resonate with that, with that guy, that particular devotee. And I feel like all I'm doing is grabbing a hold of Prabhupada's dhoti, because I don't feel qualified, and it's through his mercy that we can attain pure devotional service. So, I just want to thank you, Prabhupada, for becoming real in my life, changing my life, and giving me a true purpose. Thank you.
Oh, 